What's up, everybody? This is Nikkei Roach, and welcome to Massage Marketing Secrets. Today, I have to do the thing that parents do around this age. I am at the orthodontist appointment. Not the most <laughs> exciting place to be, but still exciting because this is one of the very few orthodontist places in our region. Um, and the lady who, who did it, um, who, who is the orthodontist, um, my kid's doctor, she's amazing. And I say my kids because all of our kids ended up with braces. And she, any parent will realize that braces, you might as well just be buying a dang car. Because by the time you get finished paying for it, uh, between the top and the bottom, you've basically got a car. So just imagine I got three cars that I, I'm, I'm currently paying for. The oldest one, just luckily he got a partial on the top because his teeth is all jacked up. I don't know whose side of family got it from. Maybe this, you know, this thing I got in my teeth. My second one, he's getting upper and lower. And the, the baby um, right now, he just has a retainer and they're going to eventually go into probably braces with him. But it's really, really sort of amazing how things happen so originally with the ordinance the boy he came in the first time and this is this is what happened with the little one um or and the middle one was he came the first time they looked at it and they said hey let me just do an examination an examination for an ortho ortho just and just an examination you got to pay for that so just for them to say hey you need braces that was an Expense, So you had to pay for that. So after they look at it, basically like going to your mechanic and say, hey, your engine is shot. We're going to have to replace it and all that kind of stuff. Just to do the just to do the preliminary, they charge you to do that. That costs money. So just bear with me. So then it's OK. We're going to just do the, the top portion. OK, no problem. Top portion. His teeth got a messed up there. He had some baby teeth that didn't quite fall out. Um, so they had to, the dentist had to take that part out. And then the orthodontist kicked in. And so he has the top portion done first. Then they come back in and say, you know what, dude, we, we think we can rock the second one. So how about if we do the second one? And so now he has the top portion and the bottom portion filled and it's only really because he's still, you know, kind of growing. He still have some baby teeth, you know, kind of need to come in his front teeth. Like he has four front teeth and those have braces. And then he has like four at the bottom. It's hilarious because when the other teeth come in more than likely, they're going to have to add braces to that. So he's going to have some more hardware in his mouth probably until he gets out of puberty and luckily this our middle child abby has a great attitude but each level of the they, they sort of advanced him and they keep advancing him to another step which means that we as parents have to because you know we're a little vain braces are generally not required but they in america you know we're, we're sort of weird like that. So, you know, especially if he's going to do any public speaking, which I'm, I'm hoping he does because his dad had to learn public speaking. Hey, 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 mom is still working on it. But it, it's each level of your business. How do you in your business as a massage therapist or if you're a roofer, how do you move your client up the next value ladder? And the value ladder basically says this. You start somewhere and there's always a next step in the business process in how do each client comes in. And I learned this interesting enough from Dan Kennedy. And Dan is amazing, uh, um, you know, mentor and teacher. And, and But the value ladder kind of goes this. 
the most inexpensive or least expensive or least time consuming is where the value starts. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it is the absolute cheapest because the value ladder might be somewhere in the middle where you get your client started. Okay, so typically, how does that look if you're a massage therapist? In our case, one of the methodologies that we use and we found very effectively is to give people a free 10 minute massage. Now, here's the kicker. We're not going to turn them around and say, get another massage for, say, 60 minutes or 90 minutes. We look at other things that we have within our wellness center. And it's very similar to you. If you have, say, uh, a company where you provide nutritional supplements, that's the next stage of your value ladder. Each new level of the value ladder costs more. So if, say, for example, you start out at a free, use my example, and I'm going to give you some examples of people who successfully done this, that went from free to $5,000 investment on a part of the client. So it looks like this. They starting with a free 10 minute massage that moves them up to a nutritional component, a nutritional trial service, which may cost thirty seven dollars. Not very expensive. Up that is maybe a 90 day supply of that same nutritional supplement. Now, compound that with another upstep to another one is a full regimen of acupuncture. So that means you're moving them up. So so you went from a hundred dollar investment at the acupuncture to over five hundred dollars worth of acupuncture investment on the part of the client. Now, keep in mind, each component of the value ladder must be valuable to that individual. They will not go up if they don't see value in it. And you have to tweak and try and decide what's the thing that they really want next. What's the next step? Then it eventually ended up with them going to a holistic wellness retreat. So think where it started. It started something very cheap and ended at $5,000 of an investment, which is a full on regimen, which has everybody involved with it. But now it's a wellness retreat. Now you see where the value ladder. Now, after the $5,000, you can move to a next step. I've seen others do this where they go from people being just users or practitioners or clients to become certified practitioners themselves. So the next step might be converting those people from just clients or patients to people who are now practitioners. And because you have the unique proposition, you can provide the training, the certification, and all the documentation so that that person can move and transition into one of your colleagues as opposed to just one of your patients or clients. It goes any different way. And you might be asking, so Nikkei, why would I want to do that? Because everybody's looking for the next step. Everybody... If you went to grade school, you started at kindergarten. What's the next step? First grade. What's the next step? You go up, you're in middle school. Next step is junior high and then high school. And then after high school, what's the next step? In some people's case, that's going on to college. After your college, you go to graduate school. After you go to graduate school, you go to get a doctorate. Then after the doctorate, you go do a postdoc. You see? After the postdoc, you have certifications that are required for your particular profession. After that, there are weekend seminars that you start going to. There's always a next step. 
people are looking for the next step. And if you are conscious and aware of the journey that people love to take by starting somewhere, and as long as you keep the relationship moving and you're not in it just to make money, you will make money, but to provide a dynamic service or product or anything, whatever that is, You'll find that people will stay loyal because you have a next step. But if you stop at just getting a massage and that's it, then people will just look at other massage places and walk away that has a next step. Okay, each component has a next step. You have to decide how many different things to do. So here's a task and it's something that you <laughs> that you do want to do. It's do an inventory on, and you can go as wild and as crazy as you want to. Start with what you have currently, and then start looking at other services that you can add on. That's not to say you're going to add them particularly to your service or to your practice, but there are colleagues that you can work with. Okay, try this one on for size. Masai, and I saw another person do this really effectively. When somebody joins, a particular level in their value ladder moving up going up each rung think about it they actually buy them a one-year membership at platinum fitness or planet fitness excuse me now you might be asking why would i go and do that because you're more valuable and they will typically buy it from you more than Planet Fitness. Now, you might be asking, how much is a Planet Fitness? Believe it or not, a one-year membership of a Planet Fitness is roughly $100. Yes, if you buy it all at one time, it's $100. Now, if you do it throughout the year and all that kind of good stuff, it's a little bit more, not that much more, but it's $100. Now, think about it. If you invest $100 and was able to charge by adding in other components of your program, which is the next value ladder, then you'll find that people will pay actually $200 to you versus going to Planet Fitness. Now you might say, so how do I do that and yada yada? You simply just go to Planet Fitness and buy a card. Okay, you buy somebody a membership and you give them the card and they walk down there and all that kind of good stuff. It's so simple. I actually did it for my wife and I've seen other practitioners do this. People will pay more for you to provide the same service that they can go anywhere else and get cheaper because they have a relationship. This is a relationship type of environment. It's not about monetary. It's about relationship. As I said on another podcast, people are constantly unsubscribing from transactional people all the time, all the time. They unsubscribe from you. And what that means is they're going somewhere else. They ask you not to send them any emails. They won't respond to any calls. They won't respond to any one of your mailers that you send to them if you want to. They don't they don't they no longer go on your Facebook page or Instagram or YouTube videos. They don't do it. They unsubscribe from you because you are at a transactional level. And I've seen so many folks lose out, especially on social media, just thinking that, hey, I should go and promote all of my specials and all the things I have. That's transactional. But what are you doing to build relationship? What kind of events are you hosting? Build the relationship. Make it stronger. People do not unsubscribe from relationships. They unsubscribe from transactions. And, and to prove this, there are people who, have, who divorce their partners, 
but they're still in contact with them in some strange sort of a way. Kind of weird, especially if there's a child involved. So consider that. Create a value ladder. Find out where people need to start in your value ladder and move them up and have a never ending goal in sight, meaning it never ends. When you go to seminars, when you go to lectures, when you watch videos, it will start to program your mind to start finding new things and new programs and new packages that will enhance, dynamically enhance that person's life. And the more dynamic you enhance that person's life, the more money they will feel almost obligated to give you because you've made them feel so freaking amazing. So see you next time. Go over to NikkeiRoach.com for more ideas, some freebies, and some not so freebies. Talk to you next time, but also reach me out on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, where I occasionally put some, <laughs> some videos for you to consume that will help enhance your business and give a call back to me or give a shout out to me. And I'll see you next time. Bye for now.